0: The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. So let's come to um, focus and um, selection because that is one, what is very important. So on tvOS, the interaction is based on a focus model and just showing a single color around a button that is just not enough because that won't make you feel connected. Um, What is done is it uses subtle animations and a so-called parallax effect. We will see an example in a a short um, video sequence. Um, You get all these things for free, basically, when you use um, the standard APIs that Apple provides you. So, basically, when you use uh, a UI view or a UI button, basically, uh, you can get these visual effects based on motion for free. And you should also look into that. Focus um, should move in the expected directions, and, and there are like two different things that can happen. So the first is basically the focus moves in the direction of the gesture. So um, if I move to the to the right hand side, basically the the focus also moves there, but the content on the other hand might move to the other side. So um, think about you have a rectangular area that is currently. Um, signifying you what item is is currently selected. If I now swipe to the right-hand side, I can just move my content, the underlying content, to the left-hand side, and that will have the same effect as moving the focus uh, to the right-hand side. Whereas if you use, for example, full-screen elements, it is more like on your iPad uh, an experience. So the object should move in the direction of the gesture. So if you swipe uh, image to the left, the image should move to the left, as if you were touching it directly. So here is an example of this um, parallax effect uh, that you can see here in the video. And that's what I told you basically. As soon as I'm moving my finger on the touch surface, you can see that this button here um, is constantly updating its motion. It's actually consisting of three different layers. And these three different layers, which is foreground, middle part, and background, they move accordingly as soon as I move my finger over the touch surface. And that really makes the user connected, because there is an immediate response to my input, even though it is a very subtle input, just like moving my finger slightly over the trackpad. Um, Yeah, um, so that basically, um, how does this build up? It it uses so-called LSR images. Um, So this can have up to five layers that you basically stack on top of each other. And that will give you that effect here. And uh, what you should uh, take into account is when, as soon as this moves here, you can see that uh, it moves slightly to the left-hand side here or down or up. So you should have an appropriate padding between different items that you display next to each other so that they do not overlap when this focus and um, parallax effect happens. Do not display a cursor because that doesn't really really make sense here. Um, A cursor displaying would be annoying or very small. So having this here... Um, still makes you um, connected. An exception might be, for example, in games. And this is when we are, again, moving over to the immersive applications that you saw on iOS. You can dare a little bit um, work differently, like show a crosshair, for example, for a shooter game. Uh, that probably makes much more sense there. So um, now the question is, how can you control the UI with your remote? And that's basically the same as on OS 10 and on, on iOS. So it's not much different. And wow, well, that's because tvOS is basically based on iOS and iOS has been inspired from OS 10. So um, you basically um, can move. Uh, you can basically ask your, your application um, to, um, to update the focus um, programmatically. But you yourself cannot force the focus to move to a certain part. So let's say I have three buttons here in my user interface. Um, TVOS can tell me what item is currently selected. uh, And let's say our focus is currently at this button here. I cannot programmatically force the focus to move to this button here. That's not possible. Why? What do you think? Which item is selected? Exactly. It would refer to, like, or would break with the least surprise principle for the user. If something changes based on what I didn't do, that would be very weird and it would not make me connected because I'm not in control anymore of this user interface. The user interface is controlling me. Uh, so, this is why this is not possible. Um, typically, um, these elements, as I said, that you get from the uh, from the Cocoa API, have this uh, focus support by default, like button, text field, table view, and all these different widgets that you can imagine. Most of them also exist on the TV. Some don't make sense there, but I cannot go across all of these here. Um, you communicate basically with your app via the UI Focus Environment Protocol, and then what you typically do is you override certain methods, like focus has changed, or um, button has been tapped, or, or this button has been pressed. Basically, the same way you have callback methods using delegation, um, you, you have certain methods that you can hook into your view controller to handle uh, certain um, events. So what is more interesting, and um, what will then close the lecture for today in the next uh, two, three slides, is the focus engine. Now the question is, let's say I am currently at that position there on the left-hand side, and now the user swipes uh, to the right-hand side. How do I know where the focus should actually move? Well, for this, Apple implemented the so-called focus engine. And what it does is it takes an internal picture of the UI. And first of all, it will only consider all User interface elements that are actually focusable. You can actually say, as a UI element, I'm not focusable. For example, a label. Why should a label be focusable? I can't do anything with it. Um, and that is actually also visible, of course. Now, you can also have hidden UI elements. Let's say you enable or disable a certain text message. So here's an example of we have six buttons here. Currently, I'm at this position here, and now the move uh, the user swipes um, to the right hand side. So how do we know that now this element here should be selected, so what it does is while taking this internal picture here, it basically extends your button into the direction of the motion, uh, basically indicated by these red lines here, and then it looks for the closest widget along this motion path, and that is the element that will then get the focus next and as you can and, and uh, as you can imagine, there are some like um, Messages called before the focus actually moves, so that UI element can react to that. For example, um, if an element cannot be focused, uh, it will tell that by returning false in the should update focus and context method. For example, that's like um, the UI responder example that we had for key input on OS X. If a widget says I cannot become the first responder, then it means I cannot be focused or cannot become focused. Um, Yeah, and here's another example. So if I would move down, for example, the path of motion would be this one here, and the closest item that comes next is this one here. I think that's pretty clear. Now the question is, what happens with something like this here? Let's say I'm currently on button number A, and I would now swipe to, let's say, to the right. What do you think, as a user, should happen I'm currently here and I'm swiping to this direction. What for from your user's perspective, what would you like to see, what would you expect would happen? Yeah, button B should be selected. Yeah. Because there's just button B on the on the right hand side, it's the only element that makes sense to be selected. Yeah. And let's imagine we would have one button that is here. What I could then do is, of course, with the focus engine, I could move down here, and then I could move right to that side to select button B, but it requires me two different swipes. That's tedious. But with the focus engine, we have the problem, if we swipe in this direction, there is no button B. So focus engine will not work. Uh, Same thing, if I would swipe down, I would probably expect also button B to be selected, and that also doesn't work because there is no element that is focusable along the path of motion here. So how to deal with that is with a simple trick, and that is called um, with focus guides. And focus guides are basically, yeah, if you want to consider it like that, invisible buttons or invisible widgets that can then redirect basically your uh, motion event. So what you do is basically you place these in code, so they are not visible, um, and then these here can react to when they get the focus where the focus then um, should be basically moved over to. So basically um, in this case um, the focus um, this element takes the, uh, the, uh, the input and then um, the input can be redirected to the button um, down basically and the same can be done for this button here so when you swipe down the focus can be redirected into this direction here so and that is basically um, the magic trick that then happens if you want to see an example in code uh, i can submit that to l2p that was actually one of the questions from the second uh, chance exam in iphone programming last year i think Um, how you can do that um, and you can try that out in the simulator then so this wraps up my lecture for today. So we have looked into post-desktop window systems, especially mobile window systems, and then also a peek into uh, what's different when we have interaction uh, with something that is not mobile, but also not desktop. And you see there are also differences that have to be considered in the widgets and in the way how the user communicates with the system. So thank you very much for your attention, and then see you on Monday.